Hello and welcome to another episode of Startup Hustle Middle East. Today we're going to be talking about something that's super important to your startup and that's how to pitch your business. Yeah, it's really important to figure that out because uh, having a really good pitch deck means that you can get more funding or you can get partners on board or you can get team members excited about your business. Sid and I have been attending a lot of startup events uh, in the region and you're always pitching as an entrepreneur. You're always trying to sell people in on what your vision for your business is. Your pitch is usually how people are introduced to your business. So that's why it's so important. It's usually the first time people are hearing about what you do and being clear about uh, what exactly your business is, how you're differentiated is kind of extremely important for people to understand what you're doing. Yeah. In today's episode, we want to cover two things when it comes to pitching your business. One is your elevator pitch, which is in 30 seconds to a minute, you explain what your business is about. And the other thing that we all talk about is the pitch deck. So why is an elevator pitch important? When you start a new business, at least in my experience, uh, people are going to ask you what your new business is. You might have somebody's attention for 30, 40 seconds. And within that time, you want to explain what your business is and kind of get a bit of interest from their side so that they follow up with more questions and, you know, kind of not just end the conversation there. So that elevator pitch is something that you can tell somebody within 30, 40 seconds, which is usually rehearsed. I mean, you don't want to be... You need to rehearse it. Yeah, you need to rehearse it because, um, you know, you're going to be repeating the same thing so many times. It's better you have all your ideas and thoughts structured so that you can provide the maximum amount of information in those 30 seconds and also create interest so that you can continue the conversation. So your elevator pitch, aside from piquing their interest, what it needs to cover is the problem that you're looking to solve and how you're adding value, how your business is adding value. So an example of that is sell any car. The problem that they're solving is selling a car is a tedious, painful process. What is their solution? Come to sell any car and you can sell your car in 30 minutes. Their solution is captured in their tagline in all of their communication. It's two sentences and it's very clear to the listener what the business is all about. You know, the idea behind Jar Car, if you wanted to distill it into one single sentence, it would be that we allow you to book your favorite car online. That's what Ajar Car is all about. Now, that is the tagline that we have on our homepage. As soon as you land on our homepage, you'll see that communication. Rent your favorite car in Dubai, UAE's largest car rental marketplace. That's pretty much our, our elevator pitch, right? So that's the first, like any new customer that comes to our website, they see that sentence and then they kind of know what we're all about. Another thing that I've noticed Sid do every time he's introducing a jar car to people is he gets his phone out and he shows them the website. And the website has a really good uh, user interface and user experience. So that generally piques people interest. So he will open up the website, it loads very quickly, mm. give them the phone, they play around with it while he's telling them what a jar car is all about. And I feel like that almost breaks the barrier of I'm pitching to you. It just puts the product directly in their hands and it 
registers the brand, the name in their head. Yeah. So uh, another thing that we do is we talk about also how we specialize in luxury cars, Ferrari, supercars. So that usually get, you know, picks up interest from people when I mention Ferrari or Lamborghini. They're like, oh, what is this? You know, and then I'll explain more in detail, like how we provide our back end to the car rental companies, how we're solving the problem of uh, allowing people to rent these kinds of cars, which is just not available on other international booking services. Sid's tactic of giving people an indication of what that experience is like is a different twist to the elevator pitch. But when you're crafting yours, think really about what that story is that you can almost make it sound less spiely and more like if you were sitting around a campfire and telling your friend about your business, how would you tell it to them? But you only have this attention for 30 seconds to a minute. Yeah, that's the that's the tricky part. You know, I feel like a lot of people get super excited about their business and they have like so many thoughts running through their head that they can't distill it into something simple to understand, easy to communicate, um, you know, and that's the best reason to, to practice your your elevator pitch. You know, it'll just give you clarity of thought about what are the most important things or aspects of my business, what's unique about it, and how can I quickly and in the most interesting way uh, put, it put it forward to, uh, you know, somebody who's interested. Yes. Um, another aspect that we want to cover is your pitch deck. This is very important. Um, as an entrepreneur, you may participate in a lot of startup pitch competitions. Uh, you would be put in front of VCs that ha see tons and tons of people and listen to several pitch decks. So it's really important that your pitch deck covers some mandatories, but covers them in an interesting way. Again, think about your story. In my case, I had three different kinds of pitch decks. One was for investors, which is different from a pitch deck that I had for partners, potential car rental companies that wanted to work with me. And I had another pitch deck as a company profile. So if another company was interested in, um, you know, knowing more about what a jar car does, then I could send them that PDF document and they'd understand all our services and what we provide. But generally, if you're looking to raise money, the pitch deck usually covers this flow. So usually is the problem, the solution, uh, maybe demo. a demo, then your team members. Uh, if you have a good team, yeah, you know, you can show their credentials and all that. Followed by the market size, mm -hmm. then your competitors. How and you plan. Where you're placed within your competitors. Where you're placed within your competitors. Um, your revenue, mm -hmm. if you have any, or your uh, business model, mm -hmm. and uh, and your contact details. And yeah, your revenue covers your traction. Your revenue generally covers your traction. Okay. Yeah. I think it's also important to, before contact details, to end with what are you looking for? What are the next steps? You're looking to raise money. You're looking to raise X amount of money. What you're going to do with the money is invest in operations or marketing and how that's going to help you scale your business and why that traction that you've already received justifies you asking for this money. Yeah. So if you're presenting it in a competition environment or directly to VCs, generally you will be posed with some questions. 
That's why it's really important to rehearse your pitch deck and rehearse with people that are used to seeing pitch decks so that you can practice and preempt what questions you need to answer. The thing is that while your pitch deck should cover all of these things, to change things up, you can always present it in a different way. If instead of a presentation, you want to do just a video, if you want to do a, a demonstration with actors, it's really important to stand out, but not seem frivolous in the way that you're communicating your business. Make sure that it fits with your brand, it fits with your product, and it's really adding value and it's not a gimmick for the sake of a gimmick. Yeah. If you have a good product that you can demo, there's nothing like a live demo. You know, yeah. like if you can show your product in real time, that's great. But, um, you know, people might be more interested in the numbers than seeing your product. So, uh, so you know, that's that's why they suggest you to follow this. Um, this format. This format. Yeah. Recently, I attended an event called She Loves Tech where five women entrepreneurs presented and pitched in the competition for She Loves Tech. And one of them had an AI bot that was used to solve a recruitment challenge. So the AI would conduct video interviews on the platform and basically define if this candidate would be a good fit for the company. So for their pitch, they started their pitch by communicating with the AI uh, tech AI tech was called searchy so it was a great way to just kind of demonstrate the technology but also kind of break the norm of uh, the regular pitch deck format when you do live demos it's really important that you're rehearsed and that you have a backup solution mm. as well because yeah. if searchy didn't talk back it would have been really <laughs> awful so Take chances, but take be smart about the chances that you take with your pitch deck as well. Another tip is Sid and I love watching Shark Tank. Yeah, so Shark Tank is basically a show about pitching. Yeah. Uh, you know, every entrepreneur that comes on there pitches their product to a, you know, a panel of five investors. And uh, essentially the whole show is that. Yeah. So you get to see a lot of different kinds of pitches and uh, generally they don't have too many technology-based pitches. It's more like um, consumer, products. consumer products mostly. No, they have technology as well. Either way, either way, if you're in the tech space, if you're in the fintech space, whatever it is, you can learn a lot by watching how people pitch all yeah. kinds of products. Because at the end of the day, you need to be charismatic you need to be present you need to really really come across as passionate about your business but as someone that's structured in their thought of how they're putting their business forward to the listener to the viewer yeah there have been times where i thought an idea didn't really make sense but just because of the passion that comes from the entrepreneur and uh, the charisma, like sometimes people, at the end of the day, investors are people. So they get persuaded by personality, by presence, by body different language. things, body language. Yeah. All those things count towards your uh, pitch. I have seen a lot more pitches where the idea is good, but the way it's being presented is really poor. Mm. So... I know that it's very challenging, especially in a competition setup. You have 
two minutes to two to three minutes to get your idea across. I can understand that uh, it's something that you spend a lot of time building. Your your business is is your is your passion, and and you really want to succeed and do well. And two minutes to three minutes time constraint can be really uh, really unnerving, but. it's important that you are as prepared as possible so that you make the best impression possible so uh, i wanted to give an example of uh, one of the you know events that we attended and pitched for so recently a couple of months ago uh, there was this event called arab innovation and uh, we were invited to pitch over there for a jar car and uh, they had given us a time restriction of 3 minutes Now when I looked at through my presentation it had about seven I think eight slides or maybe nine slides and uh it seemed like I'd be able to complete that presentation in 3 minutes but when I did my first rehearsal I took 8 minutes yeah or 9 minutes yeah. and I was like oh my god like that's uh, you know more than double of the allotted time so but what is happening was I was making a lot of mistakes when I was talking so I was repeating myself um certain thoughts or ideas didn't need to be included in the pitch so me and mamta were practicing and uh we were between the two was we were deciding what to remove and we had to edit a lot of it and but eventually we were able to get it down to 3 minutes so if you guys want i'll uh, i'll give you uh, i'll 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 let you listen to the first minute or minute and a half of the pitch deck just so you know what we did Hi, my name is uh, Siddharth. I'm the founder of HR Car. So ever since I was a kid, I had two major passions. One was cars, and the other was technology. So I decided to merge my two passions and create UAE's largest car rental marketplace, and that's HRCar.com. So we realized that local car rental companies actually offer up to 20% better prices and have a much better selection of cars available for rent. uh where they lack is uh they don't have the technology or the marketing platform to really reach their customers so that's where ajarkar comes in um we've created a technology platform that allows small to medium sized car rental companies to come online for online bookings and also um this helps the customer because uh, we can provide better rates uh customers can book and pay online and then also have the car delivered to their doorsteps so that that's a unique solution that Dejarkar offers. I'll also leave a link in the description in this podcast where you can see uh our pitch deck and you can see what Dejarkar's pitch deck looks like. Now I know it's not the best pitch deck in the world. I know it's not amazing and um you know this is just some advice that we're giving from the things that we learned. But of course we have lots of room to improve as well. Yeah, we are looking to learn as well. So So uh let us have a look at our pitch deck and let us know what you guys think. Mm-hmm. Uh we'd love your feedback. All right guys, so uh just to let you know we decided to use anchor.fm as our podcast host. The cool thing about Anchor FM is that it's free and it also distributes your podcast everywhere for you. So we are available everywhere. We're on Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes. And also uh another really cool feature of Anchor is that you can leave us a voice message. So all you have to do is download the Anchor app, find us on Anchor, and uh, you should be able to see a button over there to leave us a voice note and maybe give us your elevator pitch, and we'll play it in a forthcoming episode of uh, Startup House in the Middle East. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, cool. I think that would be cool. It was my idea, but okay. <laughs> <laughs>
guys. So it is just an idea still. <laughs> we are on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Our handles are Startup Hustle ME, one word. So follow us, send us your questions on these channels. Um we also share some tips on and some resources on our social media channels. You can also use the hashtag Startup Hustle ME to ask us some questions, leave us some feedback and comments. If you're feeling a little bit shy to leave us a voice message on Anchor <laughs> or for whatever reason don't want to download the app. Yeah, but we'd love to hear from you. If you can leave us a message on Anchor, that'd be awesome. So guys, uh if you like this podcast, please leave us a rating. It really helps us out. Leave us a comment as well. And uh I guess we'll see you in the next one. Yep. Keep on hustling. <laughs> Bye. Bye.